Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are we're moving pretty steady through this incredible story of Jesus and what is going to be the, the resurrection of Lazarus. Now, we, we just saw Martha and her great declaration that she believes that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. We, we heard her say this after Jesus. He made this very clear statement. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. And now our story continues. And so let's continue. We're going to pick up in verse 28. It says, when she had said this, this is Martha and her declaration, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, the teacher is here and is calling for you. Now, when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now, Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out. They followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep. Remember, there's all sorts of people that have gathered to, to comfort with consolation. They are consoling her. They are mourning with her. Now, when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet saying, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. This is the same thing Martha said. You can almost imagine when Lazarus passed away, they probably, you, you can really just imagine, they're like, man, if Jesus would have been here, if Jesus would have been here, this is on the front of their mind. This is on the, the tip of their tongue, right? Verse 33, now Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also, uh, also weeping. And he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? And she said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of a blind man also have kept this man from dying? Now, there's a, there's a few things here that are really worth our consideration today. The first thing is, I want us to see both of the sisters and their eager anticipation of, of what Jesus could do. They had hopes that Jesus would prevent Lazarus's death. That they, they had this understanding of who Jesus is. They were able to understand he is the Christ, the Son of God. Now, just because they understood this does not mean they fully understood everything that Christ was capable of and everything that Christ would do. You know, I think this is very, very much where we find ourselves we, we, we have trusted in Christ. Maybe you've trusted in Christ. I hope that you have. But listen, when we have trusted in Christ, it's not just, oh, I trust in Christ. Now I have it all figured out. Rather, it's we trust in him, but he continues to show us more and more of who he is, more and more of how he's faithful. I think we're going to see that in this story as we see Jesus uh, resurrect Lazarus. The other thing we see is, is we see this, this very famous verse that every uh, middle schooler memorizes because they want points for memorizing a verse. Verse 35, Jesus wept. <laughs> Two words, Jesus wept. Now, while this might be helpful for memorizing a short verse, uh, what this is really helpful for is helping us to see the, the sorrow that Jesus carried. Now, Jesus is going to heal Lazarus. We already know he's going to resurrect Lazarus from the dead. But, but we see Jesus, he, he looks at the sisters weeping. He looks at the people weeping. And, and really, I, I think this is just a moment where the, the frailty of humanity is so evident. This is a moment where the corruption of sin is abundantly clear. 
Death is because of sin, and this is not the way it's meant to be. And so Jesus, he's weeping at this, this consequence of, of, of sin and the corruption upon all the earth and the fact that we now, we do not live, but we now face death. This is the reality of sin. Jesus, he's weeping. And then, then there's this mocking moment. Some of the Jews, they say, see, look, Jesus loved them so much. Look at Jesus, he's compassionate. But then others, they, they mock Jesus. Hey, Jesus could heal a man born blind, but why can't he heal this man from dying? See, there's, there, there's this moment of tenderness, and there's this moment of, of really just uh, terrible hard-heartedness. Jesus is tender toward the sisters. He, he weeps over the frailty of humanity and the corruption of sin upon the world. And even as he weeps, there are going to be those who are mockers and jeerers, those who sneer and those who want to use this to uh, jockey for position against Jesus. This is the world we live in, isn't it? This is the, the world we live in, but this is the Savior that we have. We have a Savior who meets us in sorrow as we, we experience a world of death and decay. We have a Jesus who is comforting and, and he, he has a compassionate heart toward those who weep. And he even weeps with those who weep. At the same time, we have those who will look at the, the, the terror and the tragedy of this world and they'll be like, yeah, so, so much for Jesus. No, we, we see this in our world right now. There's, there's a, a brokenness of our world where we always are, are seeing just a, in the news cycle another evil act and another evil act. And I'm, I'm always just saddened when I see people mock when, when, when believers say, I'm, I'm praying for that community or I'm praying for that family that is facing tragedy. People want to say, well, what, what good are prayers? What good are thoughts and prayers? But listen, they are of utmost importance and they, they are a right and good response to the evil that exists in this world. And, and we must remember when we see evil in this world, just like in this moment where we see the corruption of sin and ultimately the death of Lazarus, we need to remember that all of this can either point us toward trusting in Jesus who is the resurrection and the life, who, who gives us real hope in the midst of tragedy, or we can sneer toward him and reject him and harden our hearts instead of turning toward him. Now, I, I pray that you are one who turns toward him. When you see the sorrow and the tragedy of the world, when you see the de death and destruction, I hope, like Jesus, you weep. And I hope, I hope you're able to weep before Jesus. Turn to Jesus. Remember that Jesus is there even in the pain. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.